This is a Bandit Radio production. We showed you what the GOAT was last year when we beat y'all 50 to 7. Let's go! One team! Relax, big boy. On this episode of One Team, One Podcast, does Jack have COVID? All right, guys, welcome back to episode 28 of One Team, One Podcast. Uh, Matt, with here, I'm here with Jack. Jack, say something, Jack. Uh, say something, Jack. Yes. Oh, wait. No. So you hear Jack's audio is different. <laughs> Jack is waiting for his COVID test to come back. So right. not allowed in the courtesy automotive group studio until that happens. Mm-mm. So we're thinking what the higher ups, the higher ups wouldn't let me in. No, they wouldn't let you. I mean, <laughs> it'd be coming around here. I'm 41, man. I'm, I'm, I'm close to the range. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, so what tomorrow or Wednesday? Possibly uh, the test you know, back. Uh, they said three to five business days, and that was on Friday. Uh, so I don't know if today counts as a business day since it's Labor Day. So I mean, it could come back as late as Friday. Actually, it could come back as late as next Monday. So. So have you? First, my first question: Have you been around any football players? Uh, I had a Zoom call with Thomas Perry. A Zoom call know. though, not you I weren't don't, I don't in know person. How to, I don't think that works that way. Okay. I don't know if it's virtually contaminant. No. I mean, it is airborne, no. but it's not that airborne. Right. Um, okay. All we're right. Good. We're good. So we're multitasking today, right? So yeah. we are currently watching. I know. We are currently watching the Navy BYU game, and we have a fantasy draft, a family fantasy draft. How, how many minutes do we have left on this? Uh, three and a half. Three and a half minutes until it starts? Oh, my God. Yeah. Do I, need to, jo- okay, I need to join the draft. Oh, oh my God. All right, now I'm stressed. <laughs> okay, so. Yeah, well, Ethan, Ethan's going to be auto-drafting. Sarah's, Sarah's in the league now. She's auto-drafting. We'll see about. Um, I'm the second pick? See about, uh, yeah, you get second pick. Um, do you think Christian McCaffrey will drop to me? Uh, no. Okay. Because it looks like that's going to be an auto pick. So. <laughs> okay, so let's look at let's talk about this football game. I um, well, let, first let me let me give a big shout out to our sponsor, Courtesy Automotive Group, Courtesy Buick GMC in Lafayette. Brandon Lejeune over there, uh, they're doing a lot of work with uh, Lake Charles right now too, and he has got his hit list going on right now. Um, they have a 2020 GMC Sierra that. Um, that he's been posting about. He, he's getting more and more deals on these guys, so you need to hit him up. I have his uh, contact info on our Facebook post, so you guys give him a like and a follow because he's got some new deals every week, and they, they don't last long. So hit him up on, and ask him about his hit list uh, whenever, he, uh, whenever you guys get in touch with him. Also, a big shout-out to Adam Berry, Bear Process Safety, uh, came on with us as well and i went and played golf with adam uh today so um adam's a great guy bear process safety do a lot of uh safety and industrial um planning uh for different businesses so reach out to him if anybody's in the plant or industrial uh arena um they they want a, a fresh 
a fresh uh, group of guys that come in and kind of give you a, a better, um, I guess, uh, aspect of, of your safety plans. Um, Bear Process Safety can do that for you. They can also be virtual right now and kind of do some Zoom calls with you as well. So it doesn't matter where you are. Um, all right, so BYU is, I feel like, taking control of Navy right now. And I have Navy plus 105 uh, to win right here. So I, I need Navy to show some life a little bit. Okay. Um, okay, so you just got them straight out. The, the line was even, wasn't it? It was close. It was, uh, it was, I, I, I picked this like one. two days ago, and it was plus I, 105. I, I, on, Saturday, on Saturday, it was a pick em, So. So we have our new podcast coming out and I might actually record it tomorrow night called the home dogs podcast. And uh, we're going to start it off with a big loser on Navy. It sounds like so. Um, so BYU it sounds, I didn't realize this, but Navy hasn't practiced with like contact this entire time. This is the first what? live contact that Navy has had all year. Can you freaking believe that? And why didn't I know this before I put a hundred dollars on this? Yeah, that's that's. Totally I'm about weird. to hedge it, and like, I might just go pick out a live line and just. I hope that's how you're about to draft. <sighs> so worst. Um. All right. Ooh, seven seconds till the draft starts. Yep. Four, three, right. two, one. I got. I got the second pick, guys. I. I mean, Welcome should I just go? There it is. DraftKings. Um, should I just go with Mahomes, my Mahomie? Do it. Okay. Is he auto picking? Uh, yeah, probably. He's not in the draft, I don't think. Uh, I don't know if you got my text earlier. Uh I completely forgot to uh tell everybody about it. Yeah. Um. BYU. Right when I said it, but who's this quarterback for BYU? I don't know. My, Wilson. They, I, I don't have the luxury of the courtesy automotive studio Wi-Fi. <laughs> yeah. So. They, they call him the Mormon Manziel. The Mormon Manziel? <laughs> yeah. Oh, I remember. Oh, no. Year. BYU's running for another touchdown. I'm about to hedge it. I got to um, hedge it right I'm now. I'm the replay of it. Oh, my yeah, gosh. That was a good run. Who's <sighs> this running back? He's a beast. I don't know, but they're, they're getting smoked. Let me go see what the live line is right now. This is ridiculous. All right, Red Gravy still hasn't picked. There's 20 seconds left. It's it's yeah, obviously going to go Christian McCaffrey, right? Oh, shouldn't have set this for two minutes of pick. It's okay. Everybody's going to be auto-drafting after the first round anyway. Um, what the hell is going on right now, by the way? What's, uh, what's the deal with the capacity limits? We were supposed to know that last week. Uh, yeah, it was supposed to be a um, – yep, Christian McCaffrey's gone. He, he's gone. Maybe take Saquon. Second pick's a great pick because you can just you know you're either taking McCaffrey or Saquon. That's great. I like I like Ezekiel. Take Ezekiel then. Uh, I'll go a, Saquon. It's a PPR. PPR. Half PPR. Half, half PPR. PPR. Okay. Um. All right. Capacity limits. Um. Yeah, yeah we were hell? supposed to find out something. I thought Friday. Um. I know everybody else it's is Friday. Kind of, yeah, 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 it was supposed to be like oh. a Friday dump day kind of thing, but yeah, that's what happened. somebody was saying. Uh, I don't know. Uh, I I heard it was going to be announced like early last week, and then they were like, no, late last week, late night this week now, and then 
now we still don't know and it's yeah, yeah, and I got I got into Less a than three uh, weeks until the first game. I got into a conversation with somebody about this this week, and uh, it was like you, where everybody's kind of wanting to know and why everybody else has announced, why haven't we announced? And the only thing I can think of is that first of all, I thought it was going to be a Friday like dump because it 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 isn't a positive news story coming from LSU. It kind of is what yeah. it is, but it's not a positive Well, because I'm one. sure they're going to say some stuff about, um, about tailgating, too. Oh, I'm sure. And so I thought they were going to dump it before the weekend, but they never did it. Yeah. Um, so before I don't know what's going to happen now. Too. But, right. um, I mean, I the only thing I can see is that they're just waiting until the very last minute to, to announce it, just in case something were to come down. Um, yeah. You know, I feel like the, the patience has been the best – um, the best thing going on right now, as far as just yeah, I mean, waiting. You see that, the SEC's been like just everything they've done has just been a patient decision that they make, and then it ends up being a good decision. Right. There's no. Um, there's no reason to like. So yeah, I don't know why. I, I don't know why. Like, uh, uh, what other teams have announced like earlier? Some a couple other teams announced like like a couple of weeks ago. What right? all of them? I mean, all of them, right? Are we the only? I feel like we're the only one, huh? I don't know. I'd have to look it up. I know, I know there's there were uh, there were like ten that all did it like two or three weeks ago. Mm-hmm. It might have been actually now to think about it. I think it was three weeks ago because it was on uh, August seventeenth or August eighteenth or something like that. Yeah. So yeah, I think uh, I think there's there's maybe only one or two left, and we're one of them. Yeah, I um. I was uh, just watching this game right now, the Navy-BYU um, game. And before the game, yeah. they were talking about it's an empty stadium. So, apparently, the governor of Maryland came down and said nobody can be in the stadium. And it's, so, I know it's uh-huh. different everywhere, but maybe it's something here locally where they, they just are holding, up, holding out hope that you can get to a, a phase three somehow right, right at the last minute. And, and – so they said they said fifty percent capacity for high school stadiums, right? I think that's what's going to be coming. I think there's still wasn't well, that they already said it. Oh, did they say that? I know there's. Uh, yeah, I was said, just uh, talking to somebody uh, not too long ago, and they were saying that um, the COVID restrictions, as far as like sideline restrictions, are going to be coming out this week. So, like, if you're watching the game. What? Like people with masks on the on the field and things like that, they haven't come out exactly with what that means for like players and coaches on the sidelines. They're coming out with oh. that this week for high school, yeah. Um, so, okay. yeah, I didn't know they came out with the the actual stadium stuff too. I knew I knew they yeah. they were able to play at a certain date. I think it's still October 9th, so it's still a month away. Yeah. All right, Dad took yeah. Michael Thomas. I took oh. Dalvin. You did, and Billy took Alvin Kamara, so he's got his Saints player. Mm-hmm. Okay, how many people are in this league? Eight. Eight, so we're going to be loaded up. <clears throat> yeah. Okay. My, uh, I did some mock drafts earlier. I was, I was feeling pretty good about my teams <laughs> that I was picking. There's no money on this one. This is just like family taunting, right? Yeah. I, I wouldn't hate doing money on this league, but there's not enough people that pay attention to this league. Mm-hmm. So, so yeah, whatever. 
have you have you noticed i know with school starting back and people kind of around campus have you noticed that there's an influx of people that may have covid now like students uh, yeah i had a i mean obviously i had i had somebody uh one of my roommates went to a draft with a bunch of uh and he's he's in a league with a bunch of our old high school friends and uh they went to some camp and a bunch of them got the coronavirus and then spit on each other's faces. Yeah. And then like they all like half of them tested positive for it. And then the other half didn't go get tested, but just assumed. Uh, and then that's, that's where I'm assuming I got it from. Mm -hmm. If I do have it. Uh, that's gotta be yeah, expected for most a, college. There's definitely, been a spike. there's definitely been a spike. And I think that's part of why the SEC decided to push back a few weeks. So you get that initial spike yeah, and then it levels off. They had to know that once school started back and everybody got to campus that you're going to obviously have a bump up um, with college right. kids. But, I mean, everybody's pretty much asymptomatic anyway. But Yeah. I mean, I was, I was pretty rough on Thursday. You were rough? Yeah. It was, it was, pretty, it was pretty tough on Thursday. I'm okay. not going to lie. So what were your symptoms? Uh, and I don't, I don't get <laughs> sick. I, like, I really never get sick. Um, like maybe a sniffle here and there, but that's it. And I was like, I was going through it on Thursday, at least Thursday morning. And then what, I, what were your it, symptoms? It lasted like four hours. I had a ridiculous headache. I was just like so weak. Uh, like I got up out of my bed and just went to take, go take a shower and I was like out of breath. Hmm. Um, yeah, it was just like everything was like a battle. Um, but it only lasted, that only lasted like four or five hours. And then I started feeling better already. Uh, and now I feel like, perfectly fine okay so you're still not allowed in it, our courtesy automotive studio of course not no, i'm probably it's... gonna i'm not gonna be surprised if i if i'm just if i just don't have it and it's just something else like i have the flu or something it could have been yeah and I, that's yeah. another thing is everybody's immune systems are weaker now so right you could have had anything yeah <clears throat> all right i didn't check the let me go back and check the live line again on byu here <clears throat> All right, so for the game, BYU is minus 10 and a half. Minus 10 and a half. First half line. I'd take Navy on that line. First half line, BYU is minus 13 and a half. Are you going to take Navy on that? No, I think that BYU is about to blow Navy out. Ooh, I don't know. I don't know Ooh. if I agree with you there. Ooh, here's a good one. First quarter spread, BYU minus 13 and a half. I mean, I think Navy's about to come back, dude. It's 14 to nothing. Navy's got the ball on their own 30-yard line running the triple option. It's now third and one. So? Oh, never it's, mind. It's, that was... We're nine minutes into the game. I just think BYU – I could just tell. BYU is just – yeah. When All am right. I picking again? Josh Jacobs. Uh, in, like, two picks. Okay. Like, very quickly. I don't know. I think I'm about to take BYU. Go ahead. Go ahead. Go throw some money away. Good idea. I mean, they just – they're outclassing them. I mean, what I when – you, when you came to me for – well, you didn't come to me for fantasy advice. I just kind of threw it at you. I mean, not fantasy advice, betting advice. Uh, was I right or was I right? Yeah, you are right. <laughs> All right, yeah. I'm going to leave it alone. I'm going to leave it alone. Now, if BYU scores another touchdown, I'm going to fucking kill you. Okay. All right, so I got two picks. Okay, Billy just took Tariq Hill. 
All right. It's my pick. I'll be honest with you. That's a really easy pick. Joe Mixon? Yeah. Wait a second. Wait a second. That's Matt, just don't overthink this. This is such an easy pick. What about my homie, Patrick Mahomes? No. No. Why? Because you want him? (laughs) No, that's not. I mean, go ahead. Take him. I I love when the quarterbacks get taken before I pick. Took him. Nice. Thank you. (laughs) Patrick Mahomes. All right. I got Saquon and Patrick Mahomes top two picks. That's pretty good. Jesus, this thing auto-picked. So, Andrew now has Christian McCaffrey, Joe Mixon, Aaron Jones. That's crazy. That's oh, like, here's my pick. It's my pick now. It's like three of the top eight running backs. That's my pick. Um, <clears throat> hmm. I mean, you really can't go wrong here unless you take a tight end like an idiot. Pick a tight end like an idiot, actually. That would be good. I'm not going to pick good. a tight end. I'm not going to pick a tight end. Travis Kelsey, George Kittle. Take a tight end. No, I'm not gonna do that. Come on. I'm not an idiot. Come on. I don't want a Tampa Tampa wide receiver. Julio Jones. Julio. Yeah. So I got so that's uh Saquon, uh Patrick Mahomes, and Julio Jones, top three picks. Took DeAndre Hopkins. I didn't take him. Um, Billy just took Travis Kelsey. Oh, he didn't? Yeah, he did. Too. Oh, he did. Wait, oh yeah. wait, oh DeAndre Hopkins still available? Hell yeah! <laughs> I love taking DeAndre Hopkins in the third round. <laughs> well, there's only so eight good. teams here, so okay. Yeah, so um, let's talk about in the league. Let's talk about LSU um, recruiting. Uh, had a big yeah, so, recruiting week, right? I, I, like, lost track of all the guys that were there. Like, all I know was, like, Corey Foreman and, like, Gus Nassmeyer, like, put it all together or something. I didn't even really read into a lot of it. It just sounded, like, so crazy. I thought it was yeah, Tiger some Takeover, right? This weekend. Yeah. Uh, I, I saw somewhere that uh, Tristan Lee is planning on coming back next weekend, too. Okay. With his uh, oh, that's right. I did see that. Um, Preston Guy, our yeah. friend Preston Guy, uh, posted. Yeah, that. Preston Guy said that. Yeah, we'll, we'll have Preston on he... too. Um, but yeah, 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 I think that would be good maybe for next week because he can kind of uh, give us a recap because I think he was kind of in in the know a little bit on the, some of that stuff. But um, yeah, Corey Foreman, Mason Smith, Nussmeyer, um, oh, Tristan Lee. Yeah, you had it. We had a ton of guys. Uh, I saw them all out at Rafino's. Um, so they were at Top Golf. Did you see the Top Golf clips? I saw something. It's, it looks like uh, Corey Foreman had a pretty terrible swing or something. He did, and then he hit one like out of. <laughs> then he ended up hitting one out of the um, whole thing. And yeah, then uh, Nussmeyer apparently he's like another Miles Brennan. First of all, he's skinny. Second of all, yeah, he can hit um, golf balls like. Like doing trick shots at uh, Top Golf, apparently. So, what? Yeah, yeah. He was. Uh, he would. He would get them out and then like pop them up and then hit them. Like, <laughs> um. Uh oh! Interception by Navy. Oh really? That's, That's what we needed. That's what we needed, Midshipman. 
All right, who are you picking here, Jack? You got 20 seconds left. I'm, 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 I'm trying to decide. It's ridiculous. Um, you're, you're ridiculous. All right, so yeah. we only got like close to two and a half weeks left until the first game. Odell Beckham Jr. Oh. Yes, sir. All right, so we got two weeks left, uh, pretty much until the game. Um, yep. Mississippi State. What are you thinking as of right now? I know we have a whole bunch of bets on this game, right? About what am I thinking about the Mississippi State game? Yes. Uh, I think I think we're gonna pound them. I, I think that's gonna be that's this is the worst spot for. Uh, oh man, they fumbled. I know. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Just ignore it. Just uh, ignore it. This is the worst place for Mississippi State to start the Mike Leach era is in Baton Rouge. There, there might not be I, I a worse place in the entire country for them to start. Uh, they, who knows what the crowd's going to be, but uh, the, like the DBs is just – you can't have a worse matchup with Derek Stingley and all of them uh, to try to throw it around with an offense that has had – not enough time over the off season to, you know, uh, prepare. Yeah, I agree. Uh, I I keep seeing more stuff about uh, somebody posting about KJ Costello and how he's going to be really good, and uh, I'm like, nobody he, talks he about. Will he will be, but I mean, it's still Mississippi State's talent level. There's no way that they're going to be able to play up against us. Um, I, like, what are their receivers? I don't even remember who they had last year. I don't. It doesn't matter. I mean, did they have? I don't. I don't even remember them having guys last year that I thought were that good. Yeah. So, what do you what do you think? Speaking of uh, their receivers against our DBs, what did you think about um, old Kurt Herbstreet uh, this weekend? Oh, right about Derek Stingley. Yeah, so first of all, Kurt yeah. Herbstreit was bawling his eyes out on national television. Um, yeah. Everybody gave him big props for that. And I, I, the cynical me said, is he faking this right now? I, yeah, no, I thought <laughs> at first I was like, I said the same thing. And then I was like, no. Oh, no, it looks that's, like he's really crying. I know. Yeah. That's, that's, that's real emotion. That's yeah. real emotion. So then, but then the very next thing, he's like wiping the tears from his face and he has to give his Heisman. Now, yeah. Uh, with all, like, in honesty, so what they were really doing was they were all saying, well, if it's somebody other than Trevor Lawrence, right? here's who I would pick. Trevor Lawrence also. Because Trevor, I mean, Trevor they Lawrence were, they were all number. They were all basically picking Trevor Lawrence, and they were saying, okay, well, this guy, if, if Trevor Lawrence doesn't win. But and this this doesn't feel like one of those years where it's like yeah I, you know, I guess Trevor Lawrence is probably the favorite but uh, if you're taking like if you if you have to take the favorite or the field like I'm taking the field like by a lot man you know what you know? I'm 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 big on a guy like Travis Atien or a guy like Najee I'm Harris not, you're not I, I, Najee Harris I could get on board with I don't know if I could get on board with uh, just because he, I mean, he's going to be out of the game by the third quarter in every single game. Yeah, he's not going to be able to put up. Yeah, he's not going to be able to run for two thousand yards when he's only playing three quarters of the season. Speaking of, um, what, what is one of the bets we're going to talk about on the uh, home dog? Podcast, but, okay. Um, Clemson 
minus 33 against Wake Forest. Clemson minus 33 against Wake Forest. Yeah, I love that. I love that. <laughs> you know what else I love? I, 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 don't, I haven't high. seen it yet, but if that um, if the first half line is under 21, oh, I'm tearing it up. Over 21? Under 20. If it's under, under 21, 21, I'm like unloading on it. Is it's um is that Clemson? It doesn't matter. No, it's it's uh I think that way for us actually. Uh it doesn't matter. This is your pick, isn't it? Yeah. Huh? Isn't this oh your God, pick? Fifteen seconds oh, yeah, left, Jack. Jesus I was talking you up just so I, I I was trying to get one of your players that you're trying to get, so I was I was uh distracting you. Smart. Smart. I would have done the same thing to you. Yep. You took Melvin Gordon. Okay. I sure did. Now everybody's picking. Cheer up again. Yeah. <laughs> I think I'm not. I think I know who we're going with. I don't know who I take here. Freaking a. Take scary Terry. You took Terry McClaw. Okay. Love me some scary Terry. Oh, my pick. I'm going to take. I'm going to take <laughs> my friend. Keenan Allen. Ooh, I was actually thinking about that in the next bit. I have him in three leagues now. Oh, I'm up again. Um, hmm. Let's go Le'Veon Bell in the fifth round. Yeah, that always – Seventh round. Seventh round, actually. Yeah. Sheesh. Definitely Le'Veon Bell in the seventh round. Huh? Yeah. Always feels good taking guys like that that so late. Gee whiz. Um, it's like you know he's good. All right, I got, I got it. I got to unload on BYU here. Hold on, it, it, this is just unbelievable. What's the line? It's the end of the, the first last... quarter. Uh, I'm waiting for the line to update because I want to see what the. F- I bet you the first half line is going to be minus fourteen and a half. BYU. All right. <laughs> All what, right. what were some um, some thoughts on the depth chart that we were talking about? Uh. The weirdest thing I saw was that Cardell Thomas is not even in the 2D rotation. That's oh, weird. I didn't even notice that. Yeah. Cardell yeah, Thomas he's uh, right guard. Chasson Hines and well, Anthony Bradford. That, that actually means when it says the dash, uh, Cardell Thomas, it means they're uh, either or. Yeah. Right. Um, right. So yeah, him. And, I, I, we always kind of thought that that him and but Bradford were going to have a, a battle. Well, then if if that's the case, then I guess the super interesting thing there is that Jason uh, Hines is is going to start at guard. I didn't know that that was a thing. Yes, it was because uh, Liam Shanahan has taken right. over for the center position. So right, but then I thought that Jason Hines would just back somebody up. I didn't know that he was just going to kick out to guard. Oh yeah, to me he, he he he's he's your one of your best five offensive lineman if Shanahan yeah. can take over the center position and free him up. Then you got right. two quality guards in Ed Ingram and Jason Hines. So whenever people say, well, they only have one returning offensive lineman, that's just so misleading. Uh, well, I say yeah. two, right? So you have uh, Ed Ingram who has no, tons you, of experience. Technically, technically, you only have one returning offensive line, right? Well, you got Deculus. Deculus is your Ed- only one. Deculus is technically the only one because Ed Ingram technically was not a starter last year. Right. I think that's what people are looking at, and they don't understand the bigger picture. Right. 
And if Shanahan, if Shanahan is that is that good to where he just solidified that position and you had a guy like Jason right. Hines with experience two years ago, um, kind yeah. of stepping back in, uh, I think your only question at that point is going to be Dari Rosenthal and, and how good is he going to be at that position. Um, left tackle, I mean, that would be huge if he could – if he could step in and I mean, everybody's saying good things about him. Um, I, I can tell you this, he's, he's good enough to not allow Austin Deculus to move over to left tackle. Um, I know we don't have great yeah. things to say about Austin Deculus all the time, but. Yeah. I, oh crap. I just auto picked. <laughs> <laughs> Tyler Boyd. That's not a bad auto pick. Yeah. I was between him and Stefan Diggs, but I wanted Stefan Diggs. I'm not on auto draft still, am I? I don't, know. I don't know how to print it off, but I am. Um, I started looking at the defensive line on this oh, yeah. um, on this depth chart, and like defensive tackle, I I actually don't. I'm not like. I understand we lost a couple of guys, and of course, um, Tyler Shelvin's a huge loss, but the depth isn't terrible there. Um, yeah, I mean, I know you got. To me, the reason why is because of Jacqueline Roy and Jacoby and Guillory. Like those guys, yeah. to me, are like solid backups. I agree. Uh, I, they're, the, they're, I the think they're going to probably take a lot of snaps this year. The question is, what's behind those two? I, I'd say. Right, uh, and, and you still have Glenn Logan, and you got Apu Ika. Um, yeah, it, I, I understand you want more depth than that. Um, yeah, but I think you're just going to have to be a little bit uh, creative. They kicked Joseph Evans back to defense. Saw that. Uh, Now I heard Nelson Jenkins may have some COVID stuff and he could actually be opting out. Uh, was one of the, yeah, that was one of the rumors going on last week. Uh, it was actually, (laughs) so it's actually Nelson Jenkins and Ray Parker both could have some sort of. Like I saw. Okay, actually, I did see Ray Parker links with someone else. I didn't realize it was Nelson Jenkins. Yeah. Okay. Yep. And where I I don't even know if I saw Ray Parker on this uh little sheet of step chart. Step chart sheet. Oh yeah, there. Ray Parker. Yeah, he's there. Defensive end. Okay. Right. He's been bouncing around everywhere. I know it. I'd never have any clue where he's at on the depth chart. Uh, I thought he was gonna play tackle, man. Who's that? Yeah, Ray Parker. I thought he was too coming yeah. in. So I thought he was going to be like a freakishly athletic left tackle. Mm-hmm. And then he decided to do other stuff. Yeah, um, I did too. But now I'm I'm starting to get really excited about our ends, um, our rush ends particularly. So you hear so much stuff about Holly Gay and um, Ojolari. So. Yeah. What'd you say about Ojolari that uh, he was so good and it made uh, oh right McClendon transfer transfer because I mean you know they were talking about T.K. McClendon like he was about to start in the spring and then now he's gone I guess that says something about the true freshman right yeah uh, the true I, I guess and the uh, and the Juco transfer yeah to me it's like your two deep is yeah. really solid on this on this front four. Uh, you got Andre so. Anthony, who's got tons of experience. Travis Moore is was a freak show coming out. Um, he's, he almost reminds me of uh, Daniil Hunter 
to where it's like you just never saw him produce anything with LSU and um maybe this year's the year he'd being a senior but Ojolari even Philip Webb behind him um Glenn Logan Jacqueline Roy Apu Aika Jacobin Guillory Andre Anthony Ali Gay uh that's solid yeah in my opinion I like yeah no I, I agree I like that a lot I do we're gonna create so many facts this year yep yep it, it, um, uh, we I was talking about the 2009 Saints team with uh, with one of my roommates, and uh, we were just talking about how like that that defense was so uh, like they weren't that good, but they like just created so many turnovers because they were so aggressive. Mm-hmm. And I don't know. I, I think I think our defense will be good, uh, but I think they're going to be super aggressive and create a bunch of turnovers, like more than we're used to maybe from the past couple of years. I agree. Um, I think that's the Polini model is blitz and create right. pressure and turnovers. Um, I agree with that completely. Um, okay, so let's flip over to the wide receivers because I know that's just our – that's the position that we love to look at more than anything. Yeah. Um, yeah. Terrence Marshall, obviously, wide receiver one. Uh, Racy McMath, number two. These are not unexpected. John Trick Kirkland, number three, to me, is just somebody that I forget about. And I'm so interested in seeing these other guys because they're so flashy, like Trey Palmer, um, Keishon Butte, Coy Moore. And you forget about a guy like John Trick Kirkland who's been there forever. Uh, is yeah. he going to be like a Derek Dillon role, though? Like, I, if he hadn't done anything by now, is it, is it – I mean, has he improved that much? We yeah, I actually saw someone compare him to Derek Dillon earlier today. I don't think he's – I mean, I think he'll play similar – in a similar role as Derek Dillon, but I don't think – I don't think they're really that similar other than, like, in height and, like, the fact that they're fast. Yeah. Uh, I think John Trey Kirkland is definitely a lot better with the ball in his hands than John, than uh, Derek Dillon was. Okay. Uh, maybe other than, like, straight line speed. Derek Dillon, I mean, obviously, he runs probably, like, a – sub for 440 time uh although john j kirkland's probably not too much slower than that either uh i think i i think uh john j kirkland's a lot more capable of breaking tackles in the open field than Derek Dillon was okay that's just from the very small amount that i've seen him play yeah and it's just my opinion and there's no shot against um john j kirkland at all because I, I, I always respect a guy like that that's stuck around for that long um with the team and kind of had flip positions and all that kind of stuff. And, um, I just Derek think Dillon's that, a stud though. huh? Derek Dillon's a stud though. Derek Dillon or, um, yeah, Derek Dillon. John Trey Kirkland. No, Derek Dillon. Derek Dillon's good. I mean, like he could have, we could have plugged in Derek Dillon last year. I mean, there would have obviously been some drop offs, but like, I think we would have been fine. Like he's so fast, you know? I don't know. I, like, um, I, think, I think you can take him on some of those slants and he can Jalen Waddle run himself up the sideline for 80 yards for a touchdown every now and then. We I, did it against Auburn. Yeah, I wasn't as uh, – I mean, I get, I get all that. Uh, I just didn't think that he was he, – he obviously wasn't good enough to beat out the, the other three or four guys. Well, yeah, no, he's not a, a first-round receiver talent. Right. I mean, he's 
he got good enough hands and he's very fast. This so. is what I'm saying is like I, I've always felt the same way about John, John Trey Kirkland. I thought he was great with depth and he's probably got good hands. He's a very reliable guy. I'm sure he practices right. well, but is he ever going to be over, over these other guys? I wouldn't be surprised to see Kayshawn Butte and Coy Moore pass him by. Now, what I'm waiting on is a guy like yeah. Trey Palmer, who was all everything out of high school. Is he going to take the next step and kind of take take that position? Um, I, you know, we haven't seen him play enough to really know, but you, you hear about guys like Kayshawn Butte, and you're like, oh, my gosh, is, is Trey Palmer going to get passed up again? Like, it's a five-star that's been sitting there. And I don't know if he's yeah. going to be there. Uh, it's, yeah, that's a good point. I didn't think about that. But uh, it, you're gonna, people are going to be – they're going to feel weird about it, but there's going to be more transfers because we're so deep. I, I think I think we're loaded wide receiver. I think there's no problem at wide receiver. No, absolutely not. I'm just uh... – you know, are we are we missing something by putting John Trey Kirkland out there on a three wide set rather than a guy like Keishon Butte? And I don't know the answer to that. I'm just spitballing. Uh, maybe not. Maybe he's doing fantastic. But, you know, one guy that we know is doing fantastic is Eric Gilbert, apparently. Um, <laughs> so did you I, see the? Uh, you saw that little hype video of like the highlights yeah and that was one of our tweets that we had posted in there of a picture of eric gilbert breaking a tackle and that was one of the plays yeah. that they showed obviously in the uh scrimmage and who was who were the guys again was it mo hampton and uh jay ward it was maybe? Mo hampton and jay ward yeah that's, okay. that's the two words that he broke it was like it was kind of it wasn't really like a bad missed tackle it was like they kind of just like both collided with him at the same like the same exact moment right and they kind right. of just bounced off because they had him at the same time yeah but he's it's such kind of, a it was more, force but he's like i mean yeah he's a freaking brick yeah um yeah i thought that was fantastic um yeah the guy's just a freak show as a as a freshman i mean it's it's unbelievable yeah. um so uh, there, we got a lot of uh, Florida fans chimed in on that, right? Oh, God, they're so Whenever annoying. we tweeted about that, yeah, yeah, they're so annoying. They are uh, just like they all—they all said the exact same thing in response to, "Oh, it looks like y'all can't tackle." I mean, I couldn't even. I yes, and so it was all about uh, how poor of a defense that we have. Blah 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 blah. Yeah, can't tackle. Yeah, blah, blah, blah. okay, right. So, yeah, and the, the response that I was trying to give until I just gave up and said, oh, there's no talking. What am I doing? Why am I wasting yeah. my time with this? Yeah, but, I know. You, you kind of – you went, like, way too far. I was like, I, I think you said your point enough times now. Yeah, I know. <laughs> I kept responding to these guys over and over, and I'm like, what am I doing? Why am I wasting my time with this? Um, I don't know who I'm picking here, Jack. I'm up, and I got 30 seconds left. <sighs> Not yet. Do I need wait? Not yet. Oh, we're it's over, huh? Um, we're already done. Drafts, drafts almost over. Yeah, there's two Holy rounds. Cow. Left. You have three picks left. All right, Drew Brees final season. I'm taking you, brother. Stupid okay, day. so um, oh, I'm up again. Yep. I need a defense. <laughs> and I like the Saints defense. Go ahead. Okay, so. Um, yeah, the Florida fans. I was talking smack to them um, about, you know, you're talking about our defense. 
and like we just put 42 points on you last year. Yeah. Um, you know, like my problem with like LSU trash talk and like talking about last year, it's like they automatically come back same. with. And like you're always going to get someone who's going to come back and say you're not going to be as good as last year. And that's like completely okay. true. Hold on. Hold on. BYU first half spread minus 21 and a half. Navy's got the ball to minus 50 yard line. Oh, I, I, think, think I, uh, I think I got to take it. I think they just didn't get it on fourth and one. So I would take that as quickly as you possibly can. Okay. Hold on. Because that's about to go up. Because they just didn't convert on fourth down. It's 22 and a half now. Okay, I got one last pick. And I'm going with the man. You know who the man is? Dang it. I didn't get the pick. Who's the man? Matt, do you know who, do you know who the man is? You don't no. know who the man is. Greg Zerline? I don't know. Look at, look at the man. Joe Burrow. You took Joe Burrow. Yes, sir. Good, good job. Late I didn't round think about stab. that. Dang it. Late round stab. I didn't think about that. Family full of Baton Rouge people. We couldn't. No one picked Nobody Joe Burrow. Nobody picked Joe Burrow? Round. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. Failing. A bunch of jack wagons. Joe Burrow in like the 13th round in my money league. I, so my bet didn't go through. It stopped it before it was my minus 21 and a half. It was oh, what late. is it now? It's, it hadn't even done it yet. It, it doesn't even have a, a game line yet. It's like an over-under line only. So if um, – all right, it's 21 nothing BYU – if it's anything less than 28, I need to take the first half line when it comes back, whenever it comes back. I don't know when it's going to come back. How, how much money do you have on this game right now? $100. That's it? Yeah. Full game okay, spread yeah. right now is 23 and a half. All right. Ooh, it just came back. First half line, 23 and a half, BYU. Yeah, I'd say do it. They're going to win, but they're going to win this first half by at least 24, huh? I think so. I'm taking it. I'm taking it. I'm taking it. I'm taking it. And I'm on the yeah, clock. Yeah, it's a good call. Come on. I mean, they're about to go process. up 28 nothing here. All right. It accepted it. <laughs> All right. I need this to, like, basically break even. <laughs> okay. Uh, all right. Let, let me look at my pick. Blah, 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 blah. Robbie Gould. You start looking at uh, NFL lines, too. I guess you should do that tomorrow on your uh... – Yes, we're going to do that. I, we, um, we're going to have picks with the bear. <sighs> Adam Perry is going to be doing some picks. Um, and one of his picks, and I'll just throw it out there for you guys, he's big on the bungles. He's big on Bungle. the bungles. My, uh, they are plus three against the Chargers. And he's big Who on jo bungles? Joey B. Bengals, man. Oh, the Bengals. Oh, okay. I've never yeah. heard them called He's, that. You never heard them called the Bungles? Oh, my gosh. No. Yeah. Maybe that was, people have that was in their really bad days. Oh, okay. Okay. Like the, it's like the Aints. Yes. Basically. Gotcha. Same thing. Um, so, he's big, on, he's big on the Bengals uh, plus three um, against San Diego. So, yeah, we're going to have a few of those picks come in. And then there's a, there's a good amount of college football this weekend, right? I think there's ACC games. There's, uh, ACC, yeah. Uh, I mean, college game day is what at Wake Forest. So I mean, it's, that's the it's Wake not, Forest Clemson game, right? Yeah, it's, it's, uh, it's not a great, it's not a great weekend. But. 
I saw another. It's, uh, it's football. All right, let's go over a few of the games that I see. Week two, college football. Uh, UAB um, versus Miami. Miami is minus 14. UAB versus Miami. Miami is yeah. minus 14. Yes. Uh, I like UAB there. You do? <laughs> is that Derek King? About Miami, man. I know. I, I agree. I don't have any confidence. I wouldn't bet yeah, money that's on a good Miami. Point. I guess. Yeah. No, I wouldn't touch that one, actually. All right, here's one. App State minus 17 against Charlotte. App State minus 17 against Charlotte. I know App State lost their I, coach. Yeah, they did last year, too, though, and it didn't matter. No, it didn't. All right, BYU. All does, right, they're does, down to the 20-yard line. Does App State still have Darrington Evans? That is a beast. No, I thought he went to the league, didn't he? I don't know. Did I'm he? not sure. Yeah, All right, here's, here's one. Uh, he did get away. Iowa State uh, versus ULL. Iowa State is minus 12. That's it? Minus 12? Yeah. Ooh, I like Iowa State there. You do? What is that, why is that line Oof. so low? That, I don't actually, know. That line, is, that line is so low, it makes me not even want to touch it, you know? Okay, so... Like I just don't understand the line. Oh, here's one I kind of like. UNC, North Carolina... They're yeah. minus 20 and a half against Syracuse. Wow, that is a huge spread. I know. <laughs> I know. How could, like, I don't know anything about Syracuse, but I, 20, I don't three touchdown favorites? I mean, I know, I, know, I know Syracuse was like really. I've seen North bad Carolina play a good bit. Like, come on, really? I mean, Dino Babers is coaching for his life. I don't know if he loses by net 20 points. Yeah, I don't know either. All right, here's another one. Florida State minus 11 against Georgia Tech. Kind of like Florida State there. <sighs> I kind of like Florida State. Yeah, I do too. I, I, I like Florida State a lot right there. I, I would feel pretty – I would take Florida State and I would feel confident about it. Okay, here's one that I saw today um, that somebody was posting about. One of, like, the big betting guys was posting about this. Um I think this was a from this is this is the line from a couple of days ago, but it's I think it's now it's minus six. Kansas minus six against Coastal Carolina. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> so just for, know. Is, yeah, is, if you remember if you remember Puka wasn't playing last year and they lost right. this game twelve to seven to Coastal Carolina. Yeah. And so Coastal is Carolina is like a really good they're really good um, one double A team. I I don't know if Puka didn't he get in trouble again? He's he's still on the yeah, team, I know, but did, I, I wonder mean, if he gets he's, in trouble like once every other day. Yeah, I wonder if he's suspended again uh, for this game. They haven't said anything yet, but um, that's uh, one to look out for. I just looked up Puka Williams, and there's no there's no news on him, so that's good news. No news is good news when it comes to Puka. That's right. Uh, we got a third and goal for BYU here, and I need points, man. I need points in the worst way. All we need is a field goal. Field goal, and I need them to shut out for the rest of the half. That's going to happen. I was hoping you get a touchdown here. Navy kicks a Don't field goal. I'm still – well, you're ahead. You're ahead. Don't do hey, that, Jack. Hey. Don't do that to me. That's the only time I've exclaimed. I love a good shovel pass. They didn't okay. give away anything, just show them. All right, so LSU, a um, couple of weeks away. Uh, 
Jordan, what do you think the score for that game is going to be? The Mississippi so State the, game? The line's like 17. Yeah. Yeah, I I mean, I don't see us scoring less than 40 points against Mississippi State. I don't either. I also start thinking about possession time. Like, oh my gosh, like they throw it more so than many, we do. There's so many question marks with Mississippi State, though. It's like, so who, like, who are they even returning on defense? Do they, do they have Cam Dancer coming back? I don't think so. I think he went to the league. You got, you lost Willie Gay. That was the big deal for them. Um, yeah. I, I don't think it matters, right? Like, I mean, it doesn't not matter. I mean, they play their defense did play us pretty well last year. Granted, we were it was a trap game, and we were kind of sandwiched between two top ten teams. Yeah. Um. um so, yeah. Uh, it, it kind of matters. It kind of matters. I don't think it does. Not at home, like first game. I know you're not going to have that many fans in the stands, but um, well, if you have fifty thousand, if 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 it's 50%, yeah, that'll make a difference, and then that will matter. I mean, everybody else already announced their attendance, right? Like right. 25% basically is what they were looking at? Yeah. Or 20%, something like Up that? Up to 30. I think the highest I saw was 30. I can't remember who. Do you think that we're going to be able to uh, sneak under the gun and get 50, 50%? I, I think if anyone was going to do it, it would be Louisiana. <laughs> it would be Scott Woodward is who it would yeah, be. Yeah, Scott Woodward especially. Dude. That's the, all right. He's so a, that's what he's it a is. Master. He is doing a great job, man. He's, he's so putting good. us in the p- perfect position. Yeah, he always is just like doing little things under the under the mic, like out from under the microscope, and he's just. You remember last year when everyone was so pissed off about uh, playing that 11 a.m. game against Utah State? Yeah. I remember I was so happy about that because I was like Scott Wood would work this out, and we're not going to play on 2:30 at 2.30 on CBS next week because we're playing this morning game this morning because I know Scott Woodward somehow pulled some strings to get this to happen. And we ended up yeah. playing Florida at, you know, whatever, 7 o'clock, 8 o'clock at night. Yeah, right. Um, yeah, that was perfect. Yeah. Um, yeah, okay, so the score for Mississippi State, I mean. I, I said a few weeks ago. I said three weeks ago. I said 45 to 17. I kind of still like that. That's I do cool. too. I don't. I don't necessarily see them scoring more than twenty points on us. Um, right. Yeah, I think it's too new for that system. Um, you can throw the ball on us if you want. Like, I think I'm thinking it's something like thirty-one to like three at halftime, and then we, you know, Ooh. it's fourteen to fourteen in the second second half score. Wow, like that. that's a big one there. If it was thirty-one to three at halftime, that'll I think that'll shut up a lot of people. That um, a lot I, of people, there's some national people that think that there's an upset alert kind of situation. Going yeah, and I mean, two. like, it would take a lot of things for us to get upset in that game. I think. Oh yeah. Um, like a lot, a lot. <coughs> oh God, it's COVID. There's a lot of phlegm. Oh. Uh, <laughs> It, it would, it's just so unlikely that we lose that game. It, it, it would take – I don't even – I don't even know what it would take. It would take just crazy bounces and all kinds of things for Mississippi State to win that I, game. I think what it would take is that we were completely overestimating our offense and um, everything that we think is going to happen is this offense is going to keep rolling obviously they're not going to put up the same production that last year's did but 
you still have serious, serious weapons in place on offense. And that scheme is going to look really good against teams that aren't ready for it. And I could see Mississippi State being one team that's just not ready for this yet. And so I actually like your 45 to 17 score too. Uh, yeah. that I, now that I think about it, like I, I don't see, I don't see a scoring 35. I see a scoring more than that. Um, yeah. I know last year was a, it was a different game last year. I think here's another thing. Mississippi state's offense last year fit. It, it fit a little bit better against our type of the, our type of offense where they could control the clock a little bit more. Yeah. Right. And they got a couple of first downs. Oh my gosh. Navy. If he, um, <laughs> if like, if they're not controlling the clock against us and they're just trying to throw every down, first of all, they're going to make mistakes and they're going to throw to the wrong, to the yeah. wrong guy and, or they're going to get a sack on them, stuff like that. And they're going to, they're going to end up giving us the ball back, um, after through three incomplete passes. I could see that easily to where all of a sudden now we, we're getting the ball back. We're getting way more possessions. I think that was one of the things that we were talking about last year was that if you start looking at possessions and looking at a game like in that kind of – we never did that before when we ran the ball so many times. But now yeah. it's like, all right, if if we're scoring at this high clip and the other team is getting the ball and they're having limited possessions or – not limited possessions, but like a certain amount of possessions. And if we, if our defense stops them in 75% of those possessions, then we win in a blowout. Yeah. <laughs> and it's yeah, like, I agree. and it, it, it's, it's so simple to, to, it sounds so simple, but it's like our offense was that good. And like, what does their O line look like? You know, I don't think State? it's going to be very good. I thought it was better. I thought they had a better offensive line. Um, so like they have, uh, they have the LSU kid, uh, Cole Smith. Yeah, is that's right. He's center. a transfer over there. That's right. Cole Smith couldn't uh, break the three deep at LSU as a, as a freshman, though. So I think he left early. Right? Oh, he left his sophomore year because he couldn't break the three deep behind uh, Lloyd and. Um, I mean, and uh, who was our who's the other backup? Uh, Charles Turner. Okay, I mean and Charles boy, Turner's Charles Turner's like the third center that we have now. I mean Lloyd uh, Christianberry's NFL player though. I mean sure, but Charles Turner was a true freshman. Right. No, I get it. Um, I just but, think I, I think that's a good indicator of like the talent gap between LSU and Mississippi State. Oh, I agree. I and think like there is a the, huge talent gap. I think coaching. our wide receivers are going to run wild on their defense. Right. Um, and I think, gonna... like, the coaching, like, the extreme coaching failure that would have to happen for us to lose that game is just way more than I could see this coaching staff uh, having. Right. And I also – I'm getting very excited. I know we just talked about it, but our, our defensive line and, like, our, our pass rush – um, and yeah. it's not just a pass rush from your ends with a Pelini defense. It's going to be – you're going to have Jacoby Stevens coming on blitzes. You're going to have uh, all your linebackers, all your stud linebackers. We didn't even talk about the linebacker depth chart. Yeah, I love the linebackers. Man, man do we have some – do we have some, like, great linebackers right now? Um, yeah, I I, and I don't know how I feel about the linebacker depth yet, um, but I love the three starters that we got right there. Man, did you 
I mean, just think about last year when we had, I mean, you had Queen who just kind of like emerged last year yeah. and you right. had, um, Phillips. Yeah, Jacob Phillips. Um, and then we had a third position where it was kind of like we were always, well, I mean, we had a three, four, so it was a little weird, but yeah. So I guess those were two main linebackers and you lose both of them to the NFL and you were just like, oh my gosh, who are we going to replace these guys with? And I know we yeah. always thought about, um, Damone Clark. We think a lot yeah. about him, but I mean, everybody knows that Damone's got all the talent in the world. I think he, that, that pops out on film very easily. It feels like our linebacker room is better this year than it was last year. It feels like that. And like largely because of Jabril Cox. Yeah. It's uh, a plug and play guy that came Jabril over. Cox may be like, I, I got, I got some flack for this, uh, for when, um, before Jabril Cox even came to LSU, I, I said on Twitter, uh, he might be better than Patrick Queen. Um, I think this was before we even started doing the podcast. And I got, I mean, I got a few people that told me, and I was, they were happy to tell me how stupid I was. Mm-hmm. Um, but I, I, still think, I still that. think that's possible. Uh, I know Jabril Cox has just as much cover skills as Patrick Queen. And uh, I, he's, probably, he's probably just a little faster, too. Right. Um, he's. He, I know he's a lot leaner, at least. And yeah. Stevens talks about him. He's, he's obviously got a super high football IQ. Right. And I mean, I, I'm just getting very, very confident about this team. And it's more than it was uh, last year. I was confident, um, but I didn't see the offense yet. And so once yeah. I saw the offense in place, then my confidence level obviously shot up. But yeah. now that I know what kind of offense we're going to run, and then I see the defense is coming in and the st- the style, I've seen this style before with Bellini. Like, man, I, I don't know, man. Like, I know I said 10-0 and 0 before, and I'm probably a little further away from that now than I was because of right. base being gone and that kind of stuff. But, I mean, it, we ain't going to be an easy out with anybody. I, yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm definitely leaning more towards 8-2. and two. Uh I'm glad you didn't take that bet with the Florida guy because I think I'm leaning towards we might lose that game. Well, I'm not taking some I'm leaning towards on Twitter. It's... Like, uh. like a Twitter guy, uh, a Florida <laughs> Twitter guy wants me to bet $100 on who's going to yeah. win. the. I'm not betting $100 yeah. on Twitter, bro. Like, right. I will bet on this BYU game, uh, and I need BYU to go down the field and get a little yeah, – but, uh, but on a betting site. <laughs> yeah, on a betting site, on a legit right. betting site where I know they're going to pay me back. Yeah, that's right. what I'll do. It. <laughs> yeah, not um, just some dude who's like – Not some rando. He doesn't yeah. even have his name as his Twitter name. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, no, I'm good. He's like a palm tree is like his Twitter name. And then he was like, I knew you weren't going to bet it, loser. <laughs> <laughs> Freaking Twitter. I, I was trying to – I was trying to uh, – diffuse that whole that whole deal by saying that uh what did i say i said um marshall's better than either of them so it doesn't matter i made the best joke on twitter this week by the way and i know you know what i'm talking about when i say this it was uh that j the j boy show that we we like he said that was so funny he said (laughs) uh uh hot take LSU and Georgia will combine for six losses this year. How many people didn't pick up? And on I this said, oh I gosh. said, 
there's no way Georgia is going to lose six games this year. Right. <laughs> and he laughed at it. He thought that yeah. was funny. Right, right. What do we have, like five or six fans? Yeah, that you know back? that he said combined. So that means yeah. they're, they're – You, don't, you obviously don't understand, losses. but he says combined. And every time <laughs> they would say that, I would respond to them and I would say, oh, that's what he meant. I still don't think that Georgia's going to lose six games this year. <laughs> Uh, yeah, no, I, one guy, one guy responded and said, uh, "He said, well, who said that Georgia's losing six? And then I responded to him and I said, "Jay Boy did." <laughs> That's so good. <laughs> oh man, I love Twitter. Um, the game day crew, of course, they did their Heisman um, picks and all that kind of stuff, but then right. they did their long shots for the playoffs. And you were saying Desmond Howard. Yeah, Desmond Howard said that. So I don't think Desmond Howard understood the uh, like what they were doing. Okay. Because like they were doing like this long shot thing, and uh, like they wanted you to pick like like who's like your your team that's like a long shot to uh, to make the playoff that like nobody's looking at, but like you think could is like a long shot to do it. Uh, okay. He, he said LSU. But I think what he meant by LSU was that uh, LSU is perceived to be a playoff contender, but really LSU is uh, is more of a long shot to Dude, to make the playoffs. None of them said LSU at all, which was right. Well, then the other one, whatever, said like, it's fine. The other one said like Florida and teams like that, and like Texas and teams. Kurt like Herbstreit said Texas again, which is right. just laughable. And Texas. Texas is actually a decent pick because no, they're going to well, lose because the they have a they have a decent shot to win their conference, or to, to at least they'll they'll probably come in second place in their conference. Yes, and if there's a maybe a three loss East team in the SEC championship or something like that, then Texas may just squeak in. And I think this is probably this is probably Texas's best year to try to uh, upset Oklahoma. Yeah, but his his final four didn't have Oklahoma included, so he thinks Texas is going to win the Big Twelve. Right, and he he bases it on uh, oh, you got an experienced quarterback in Ellinger. That which, doesn't hurt to have this year, man. It doesn't, but that's I'd, I'd say he's been rolling any... on he's been rolling on this Texas train for quite a while. Yeah, yeah, that's true. BYU by the by the way is about to s- s- just salt this away, my friend. um i i do think that it's going to be very very valuable to have a quarterback like sam ellinger in 2020 yeah we still haven't seen we we still haven't seen rattler in um in lincoln riley system though so eh, you don't have to it's going to be good yeah that's what i'm saying though is like he could be kyler murray good like you never saw him either until that year, you know, he's yeah, a little I bit mean, of day and, now, and he, he will be he'll, – he'll, he'll put up all the numbers. That's, right. Yes, he will do that. And, but, um, and if you beat Texas um, – you know, or, or or take – does Texas lose another game somewhere else? Because I'm – Definitely could. Definitely could. Tom Herman kind of sucks. Um, so, it's definitely possible. <laughs> right. Um, yeah, I mean, I'm, I I wouldn't put my faith in Tom Herman, but I mean, I, I I see I see the reason to put your faith in 
Sam Ellinger. So the SEC picks that I saw were Alabama, Georgia, and Florida. Right. Uh, those teams that would make the playoffs. And right. a couple of them had like Alabama and Georgia in as two yeah. SEC teams making mm-hmm. the playoffs. Touchdown. I, I, saw, I saw someone that had Alabama and Florida in the championship, in the playoffs. Alabama and who? In Florida. It, I think that was uh, her. That was, uh, oh, okay. I, I saw like, you Desmond saw Howard had Cincinnati making the playoffs. Yeah, that makes sense. No, uh, it does without, not. Without two of the Power Five teams in the uh, in the picture, two two of the Power Five conferences. So you're saying Cincinnati go undefeated, playing yeah. playing everybody from below the Power Five, correct? Yes. Yeah. No, you don't. They make go the undefeated. Year. They go eleven and zero, and. So you have like let's say Notre Dame, let's say they're two lost teams, so they're out. Uh, let's say you have the second place team in the SEC is another two lost team, they're out. Uh, Big Twelve team is also two lost, they're out. You you got to put the undefeated team ahead of all the two lost teams, right? Not Don't this you? year, in my opinion, not this year. Like uh, I think they would. They're not they playing the same guys, they, man. I think the playoff committee would want to make sure they throw a bone to the uh, to the group of five teams when they can, and this seems like the best year too. And I've seen Cincinnati play enough. I don't. That'll I agree. I think Cincinnati anymore. sucks. Uh, what's the what's their quarterback's name? Ritter or something like that. Yeah, He's it's, okay. they're a betting, they're, I, they're they a have betting a nightmare. Coach. What's his name? <laughs> Luke Fickle. He's a good yeah. coach. Yeah, he is a good coach actually. Um. Yeah, no, I don't. I don't think they're they're not a playoff team, but I I think the the committee definitely could throw a bone to the um, to the American Conference this year. I think this would be the year to do that. All right, well, we're gonna wrap it up short tonight. I know you love when I say that. Short. Yeah, very wrap it up short. Um, Jack is still recovering from possible yeah. COVID. Hey, did you get the test in your brain? Uh, you mean like the nasal swab? Yeah. Yes, I did. It went all so, the way in your brain. They freaking they gave me the uh the stick. Yeah. And they made me put it up my nose myself. <laughs> what? It was so horrible. <laughs> they were like, "Well, how do you know when it stops? Stick? Huh? Wait, or what did they uh, say? No, they so say? they made me like turn to the side like this. Okay. And, like, put it through, and he'd, he'd just be like. All right, keep going. Back, 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 and like, like it was like he was uh, calling a home run call or something. But, uh, <laughs> and yeah, no, it was brutal, and I had to do both, both uh, nostrils. Both? I thought they only make you. I do didn't one. know I was doing both after the first one too. So after and you're like, one, oh great, I'm done. This is not that done. bad. I, I swear to God, I was like tearing up. It was bad. I couldn't. I can't. I hate that so much. <laughs> I'd like I'd kind of hyped it up in my head too before I went to uh, to do it, so <laughs> it was awful. I I hate that. I I'm never doing that again. Well, if you test positive, um, I guess you don't have to again, huh? No, I, no, I don't. If you just get I, sick, you're just not gonna go. You're just not gonna get tested. You're no. just not gonna tell anybody you're no. sick. I'm just gonna assume I have the virus in quarantine for 14 days. Okay. Yeah. No. That's a good call. Yeah. Well, um, hopefully you're back next week to the courtesy automotive studio. We'll yeah, we'll sure. see if we didn't book a we didn't book a guest this week because we 
we figured uh, Jack would be laid up. So maybe we'll have well, a guest on for next week. Hopefully I can be back on Thursday. Yeah, Thursday I, for Thursday night football. I may have – comes back negative. I can come back on Thursday for the, the pre-show we want to do. Well, if I can, we'll have to see. I got a uh, competing podcast fighting for my oh, um, Jesus. my uh, abilities. Freaking guy in Hong Kong. <laughs> <laughs> um, all right. Uh, big, big shout out again to Courtesy Automotive Group. We're in the Courtesy um, Buick GMC studio right here. Um, Brandon Lejeune's been super, super supportive of us. Uh, Court Williams also over in Lafayette. They're doing a lot of uh, stuff for Lake Charles recovery right now as well. So you guys uh, reach out to Brandon, uh, check him out, and, and find his hit list. Post a little, a couple, a couple of his deals on Facebook that you guys need to take a look at. So uh, go give him a like and a follow on Facebook. Uh, ask him about his hit list and see how he can maybe help you. He can deliver cars to you as well. So. Uh, if you're in New Orleans or even uh, North Louisiana, um, he can deliver some cars to you. Also, big shout out to Adam Berry, Bear Process Safety. Um, check out Adam's um, website at bear, bearps.com. Uh, he's got a lot of cool stuff going on. Very innovative company in Baton Rouge. Also, I want to give a quick shout out to uh, Spain Hour Sports. They're doing a... Um, they're going to be doing a Cecil Collins signing here on the 12th. If anybody is interested in that, contact those guys and, or contact Tiger uh, Sports Collectible, Tiger Bait Sports Collectibles. They're going to be picking up merchandise on the 10th to give uh, to Spain Hour to go get signed. So I'll post some of that information. Also, Roy Edwards is a big uh, listener of our podcast with Spain Hour Sports. Um, he is going to get me some free bourbon with some shout outs for um, Mike's Hometown Spirits. They're uh, located in Minden, Louisiana, um, up North Louisiana. So I know we have some listeners up there because I've seen on this on this SoundCloud stats. Um, but Mike's is a basically a grocery store of liquor. So uh, if anybody's up there already around the Shreveport area, you probably know about Mike's already. Um, there's a lot of people that basically travel from Shreveport to Menden just to go to Mike's. Um, but give them a follow on Facebook as well. Um, they got some new, uh, new packages coming in daily. I think COVID is doing, they're doing very well during COVID actually. Liquor sales are up for COVID, I think. Um, I just checked out my uh, bourbon stash over COVID and apparently I drank almost all of it during COVID. So um I think Roy's going to help me out with a little bit of that and Mike's is too. So big shout out to those guys. Appreciate everybody listening. Um, we will be back next week uh, or maybe this week. We'll see. I'll, I'll check the schedule, make sure. Um, maybe we can do a little pre-show, a little live stream action going on, but um, we appreciate it guys. We appreciate everybody listening. Go check us out on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. Also check us out at one team, one podcast.com. Appreciate it, guys. Talk to you guys next week. We showed you what the GOAT was last year when we beat y'all 50-7. to seven. Relax, big boy. Team One Podcast? One Team One Podcast? Yeah, they did a good job. Mm -hmm. Really good job. Yeah. Why is he so fat? One Team One Podcast. One Team One Podcast. One Team One Podcast.